It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Cinco de Mayo. Friday, May 5th, 2023. CBDCs are the unlikely talking point for presidential hopefuls. We're going to talk about that today in Web3. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you're on YouTube, do me a quick favor. Subscribe, like, click the bell icon. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast players, do me a favor. Hit those five stars. Leave us a comment. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can tell that I'm in a white collared shirt today. And that's interesting because if you do videos, you can tell that somebody has something to do right after they put out this episode. If this was a podcast, you would have no clue. So cat's out the bag. I got to make this and go. (laughs) The only thing we have to go to actually right now, though, is those headlines. Starting off with Coinbase, Coinbase reports a Q1 revenue of $736 million, up 22% from Q4. However, they have a Q1 loss of $79 million, which is its fifth straight quarterly loss. There is an upside to this and a silver lining. Their losses, if you look at a per share basis, is only $0.34 per share, far outperforming expectations of $1.45 and way better than last year at $1.98 per share loss. On the earnings call yesterday, Coinbase's CEO, Brian Armstrong, says that Coinbase remains 100% committed to the United States market and says that Congress will make clear rulebooks for crypto firms. He believes that. However, he has not much faith in the SEC. He added that when he goes to D.C., there's strong bipartisan support for Congress to come up and create new legislation that would create a clear rulebook in the United States. And I think that's really important for America to get this right. He continued to say, despite our ongoing engagement with the commission, the SEC, they have not been clear about what are their specific concerns with Coinbase as we might like. And so I have to refrain from speculation too much. He added that it's very difficult for Coinbase to speculate when any litigation will come from the SEC regarding their Wells notice. As you guys remember, a couple days ago, Coinbase and Gemini both launched international exchanges dealing with derivatives and futures. And so it looks as though, to me at least, Coinbase is hedging their bet, making sure that they have an international presence in case, just in case, they have to leave the U.S. Coinbase's stock was up pre-market. Central bank digital currencies are unexpectedly becoming a presidential election issue. 
people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the Democrat running for president against Joe Biden in the primary, Ron DeSantis, they say they both oppose CBDCs. And they said that we should be weary that CBDCs are the ultimate mechanisms for social surveillance and control. I agree. Vivek Ramaswamy, a Republican primary contender, said that every GOP candidate needs a clear answer to CBDCs. Their clear answer, he says, is hell no. Other politicians that are not presidential contenders, but they are making it very clear how they stand on CBDCs, are people like South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, who appeared on Tucker Carlson's show to explain why she vetoed a central bank digital currency bill. We all know Senator Ted Cruz of Texas introduced legislation to prohibit the Federal Reserve from unilaterally creating a direct-to-customer CBDC, and this bill was co-sponsored by Senator Mike Braun and Chuck Grassley. Chuck Grassley is turning 90 this year. I really don't know if he knows what he's signing, but okay. Chuck, I personally agree with Tom Emmer's position more than anybody else's, but I have some caveats to put in there. I'm going to tell you in a minute. First, what did Tom Emmer do? Majority Rip Tom Emmer. He is a representative, Republican representative from Minnesota, and he introduced the CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act, which states, any digital version of the dollar must uphold American values of privacy, individual sovereignty, and free market competitiveness. Anything less opens the door to development of dangerous surveillance tools. And the reason why I like Tom Emmer's approach is because he understands that the cat's out of the bag. We, as people who are looking at uh, Web3 technology, blockchain technology, Bitcoin, digital assets, and so on and so forth, cannot openly and in good faith say that this is a better form of money. It's transparent. It's faster. It's cheaper. It's decentralized. It's transparent. Um, in, in, in the same breath that we say that, but the government should not look at this technology as well for currency. However, if you're in the camp that says, hey, government should not even be in the money business. They shouldn't make, print, or control it. It should be up to the people to figure out what is of value. Hence, people should be using Bitcoin or another digital asset. While I personally understand that statement, I don't really think it's practical right now. Um, We need to have a government-backed currency. And so we have digital currencies that are going to be way cheaper, more efficient, transparent, and everything I just stated before. So you have to look at the United States Constitution and what the United States values are and make sure that those are enshrined in the development of a CBDC. For example, no surveillance, no monitoring, no shutting off bank accounts, no taxing transactions. Uh, Those are things that are very, obviously not selling data. Those are things that are inherent to a United States uh, mindset. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ideology, the, the things that we are built on. But with that said, how could we absolutely be sure that surveillance is not happening on your central bank digital currency? I don't think there's anything that we can actually do as if something is created by the Fed or the government that will ensure that it is 100% not surveilling the populace. 
And I think that's where we have the, the crutch of the, of the issue, is that no matter what they make, there is really no way on the back end, even if you have it open sourced, uh, to make sure that there are not tools in place to have this mass surveillance, have privacy issues, data breaches, and so on and so forth. So now we're in a catch-22. We understand that this technology is groundbreaking, revolutionary for transactions, money, transfer of value, but there's potential, obvious potential, for abuse that we cannot combat. So where are we at with this? Do you think that the United States can be on par or more competitive with nations that transfer to a digital currency by not using a digital currency? Do you think that the United States, or there's a way to enshrine this, uh, the values of the United States, our constitution and privacy within a digital currency without the uh, possibility of abuse? Let me know in the comments or send me an email, bookings at todayinweb3.com. Bitcoin sales on Cash App surged to $2.2 billion in Q1, says Block. This is a 25% year-over-year increase. That's also an increase from $1.8 billion sold in the fourth quarter of last year. Block reports an overall gross profit of $1.7 billion, a 32% year-over-year increase, with total revenues just under $5 billion for the period. DCG's Barry Silber is selling $755,000 worth of Grayscale Ethereum Classic Trust shares. This is his first sell to date. This is why this is a big deal. And honestly, to be honest with you, it's not really a big deal. Just the fact that he's selling is big because he hasn't sold any before, but it's a small piece of the total value that is there. The total funds are around $225 million of assets under management with 14 million outstanding shares. Uh, Silbert is a 10% shareholder, and as you can see, it is a little tiny portion of the amount that he has. FTX gets court approval to sell Ledger X at a massive loss. In August of 2021, FTX US snapped up the derivatives exchange for about $300 million, and now it's green-lighted to be sold for only $50 million. The idea is to get that money and reimburse their former clients who lost money in FTX's colossal crash. Launched for May 4th, may the 4th be with you. That was yesterday. Today's something different, but this is actually pretty cool. Star Wars NFTs land on flow, and I think it's really cool because they're going to be dropping on May 24th. They were announced yesterday, and it's by a company called Cryptoys, and I think that's really clever. Cryptoys says that these Star Wars NFTs will sell for $39.99 a piece. And Cryptoys also did the drop of Masters of the Universe, the He-Man uh, series as well, with collaboration with Mattel. These are with collaboration with Lucasfilms and Disney. This is really cool. And finally, before we get to the prices, uh, we have to talk about Pepe, the elephant in the room. Do, do you have FOMO like everybody else in the crypto space? As you saw that Pepe, this meme coin that came out of nowhere, went from nothing to almost a billion dollars in market cap, rising 80% alone overnight. Well, if you're one of the people that were doubting the strength of Pepe coin, you're not the only one. $11 million of shorts were lost overnight. $5.5 million of those losses came from OKX alone, $2.2 million on Huobi, and three point six on Bybit. Nobody's predicting this, so don't have any FOMO. And remember, it's reaching the billion dollars. Could it go to $10 billion? Absolutely. You could 10x it right now. However, buyer beware. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. 
and the time is 10.05 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin. We're feeling good about the market today, by the way. I hope we go to the moon and beyond. Bitcoin sitting at $29,190, up 1.3% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,936, up 2.5%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 326, up 0.3%. And USDC's number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Matic, and Solana. The total market cap is at 1.2 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 47% and an ETH dominance of 19.3. And that was our show today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tomorrow, look forward to our long form podcast. It's with 0x Function, or is it at Function? Anyway, it's Crypto Shonai, Michael Jacobs, Function, a guy that I've known for a long time, a good friend of mine. Uh, he's going to talk about his crypto journey, his NFT journey, his AI journey. And then we get all very uh, meta about DAOs. Anyway, so. Look for that this weekend. And until tomorrow, or until that episode, happy hodling, everyone. Hey, everyone. The bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please, follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.